Hello everyone, my name is Brendan Martin, that noise you're hearing is my ventilator. And welcome to Page Turners They Were Not, my Star Wars podcast. Today I'd like to talk about what I call fan entitlement. And that is the sense of entitlement that some Star Wars fans feel toward the future of the franchise. Now, let us begin by saying this is not about internet trolls. We are not talking about what they are demanding. What I will say about the trolls is anyone who spreads toxicity should not be considered a fan. So, Star Wars fandom is not full of toxic people. There are no toxic Star Wars fans. Because true Star Wars fans are not toxic. That being said, let's move on to talking more about fans who are not toxic, who nonetheless feel a sense of entitlement toward the Star Wars franchise. May I direct your attention to a video made by Jennifer Landa. Jennifer Landa is one of the members of the Force Center podcast team who made a video called Why Star Wars is Not Like Burger King. Talking about how movies are not like ordering a meal. And I agree completely. Movies, television, books, comics, video games, these are artistic. And art needs to come from the artist. Let's cast our minds back to the Star Wars prequels. The first time that I think I became aware of the fan-titled fans, or entitled fans, was a video clip, and you can find it, of a fan's reaction to Star Wars Episode 1, The Phantom Menace. And he said, I think George Lucas owes me an apology. For more information on that, please turn to uh, Star Wars Conquering the Universe by Chris Taylor. A fantastic read which covers this very topic. And I believe even Jennifer Landa covered it in one of her episodes of Happy Leaps on Force Center. Let's just say I recommend Force Center. It's a great place to go to find positivity in this troubled world. Also, Madison Tates, who is a fellow podcaster, who really embodies positivity in Star Wars. I would definitely 
recommend doing talking, which is our podcast. So let's talk about fan titlement. Now, I am not absolving myself of this. We have all been guilty of it. I have been guilty of it. The feeling that we are owed something. This also goes hand in hand with fan expectations. Which is, can be troubling. It's okay to have expectations. It's okay to have a a wish list of what we would like to see. That's not acting entitled. But we need to remember, at the end of the day, this is up to the filmmakers and other storytellers to tell the stories they want to tell. And that may not match with our visions. In fact, it often does not. It often is in quite a conflict with our desires. But often it ends up being something we're willing to accept. Now, I don't want to point fingers. I don't want to throw anyone under the bus. But there was a Star Wars fan this weekend who is a major Star Wars pundit. And I respect this person very, very much. Who was very disheartened that he was not invited to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge which is the new Star Wars land at Disneyland. Which, by the way, just opened on Friday. Yay. I am really excited. I plan on going there and taking my nephews and my niece there to get this full immersive experience. But more on that later. Now, I understand that as a major Star Wars pundit, it would have been nice for this person to be invited to Galaxy's Edge. I, I understand. What I think we need to remember, not everybody who's major Star Wars pundit is automatically going to be invited to some major Star Wars event. It could be that there's just not enough to go around. There's just not room. And so some people are left out. Now, is this a case of entitlement? Uh, I think so. But this is not necessarily the worst example of fan entitlement. The sense of being owed something, whether it's being owed an apology, by the creators themselves, or whether it's, you know, we deserve to have the film go this particular way. Let's turn to Luke Skywalker. Because of our love of Star Wars, we as fans are very protective of our characters. Luke Skywalker is one of our heroes, and so when we meet up with him in The Last Jedi, he does not live up to our expectations. Just as in the story, he does not live up to Rey's expectations. Interesting parallel. Very interesting parallel, if you think about it, to the real world. Now, some of us 
might feel entitled to say we are entitled to a better representation of Luke. We are owed a representation of Luke that is more in line with what we want. And dare I say it, Disney, Lucasfilm, Ryan Johnson, J.J. Abrams, Kathleen Kennedy, Lawrence Kasdan, Chris Terrio, the list goes on and on. They do not owe us anything. It's a very bold statement, but I absolutely believe it. They are artists. They are making a film that they want to make. It would be very wrong of them to make their art based on what the fandom is screaming about. Now, let's look at the statement, they should listen to the fans. Okay, we've all been guilty of saying this, and I have been too. But I come to the opinion of which fans. When you say listen to the fans, you have to remember, we're not all on the same page. We don't all want the same things. It's who do you listen to? If you listen to the loudest voices on the internet, you're ignoring a majority of the fans. So as I said, it becomes a question of who do you listen to? This is another reason why I do not believe they should quote-unquote listen to the fans. Can you imagine if one of us, let, let's pretend for a minute that I am standing there when Leonardo da Vinci is painting the Mona Lisa. The Mona Lisa, as we know, is one of the greatest works of art in the history of the world. Can you imagine if I was standing there looking over his shoulder saying, you should do it this way, Leonardo. No, you're doing it wrong. That doesn't look right. That's not how I want it. That's not how it should be. You owe it to me to make it like this. Now, of course, you could argue that some of the works of art that these Renaissance masters did were basically to the whims of some wealthy uh, overseers. But to say that that J.J. Abrams in The Rise of Skywalker should do it according to my whims would be like telling Da Vinci how to paint the Mona Lisa. I hope that this, this allegory has made any degree of sense. So I believe that they do not owe us a thing. As artists, their job is to make their art. Let us return again to the prequels. Yes, they did not turn out to be as good as most fans wanted. And they displeased a large number of people, yes. But George Lucas made the movies he wanted to make. And as an artist, he should be respected on that choice. And the filmmakers working on Star Wars today, they need to make their art. 
they do not need to count out of the wins of entitled fans complaining on the internet. Also, we got to be careful with our expectations. It will not do for us to make a checklist and say, I want this and this and this and this, and if I don't get it, I'm going to be mad. We got to be careful with that. Let me, let me give you a couple of examples. I did not want Han Solo to die in The Force Awakens. And I thought, if they're going to kill him, they should wait until further into the series. Because everybody would see it coming in The Force Awakens. And a good number of fans saw it coming. Okay, yeah. I was not very happy with it at first, but then... But then, my opinion changed, and I went, you know what? That's not what I wanted, but it ended up being perfect for the story. And now I love it. The death of Snoke. When Kylo Ren murdered Supreme Leader Snoke. Yet again, I was disappointed. But the more I thought about it, the more I realized how much I loved that decision. So sometimes we don't get what we want. In fact, sometimes we get what we absolutely did not want to see in the first place. But it ends up being, we end up evolving in our opinions. And going, you know what? That worked, even though that's not what I wanted initially. So I think that sometimes we need to keep in mind, just because it doesn't go the way that we want it, doesn't mean that we're going to hate it for the rest of our lives. Now, it may be true of some fans, but I think a good number of people were disappointed with some of the decisions of coming around to accept them. And gone, yeah, this is exactly what the story needed. So we have to keep in mind that our judgments are fluid. They change over time. Art evolves with us. Sometimes you may see a movie or see a work of art and say, oh, that's okay. The more you think about it, the more you come to love it. Now, I'm not saying that that's going to happen with every decision made in Star Wars. But we need to be very careful going into The Mandalorian, going into The Rise of Skywalker, going into the Cassian Andor spin-off series, going into the Benioff and Weiss trilogy, that we speculate responsibly, that we keep our expectations in check, and that we throw away this sense of entitlement and realize the only thing that they owe us is a good movie. And because it's art, some people may love it, some people may hate it, and that's their right. So for me, my philosophy is take what comes. Just take it. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work for you. If it does work for you, it does work for you. It's that simple. I think we should just go in and just, just take what comes. And 
let's re let us remind ourselves that if this movie ends up being something that most people don't like, that in no way takes away any of the love we have for the other movies in this life. Star Wars will always be here, and the original trilogy cannot be tarnished by modern movies that don't work for us. That love can still be there. So my philosophy is, let's just sit back, let's relax, let's take, let's take what comes in the rise of Skywalker. Let's throw away the sense of entitlement, because they do not owe us anything. Because art requires integrity to pursue your vision. And what's the worst that can happen? We get a movie that we don't like. Okay. That does not destroy our love of the movies that have come before. So those are my thoughts on this epidemic of fan titlement. Let me know your thoughts. I hope that what I've said has been helpful to you in navigating this troublesome environment we're living in. So, thank you so much for tuning in to Page Turners They Were Not. My Star Wars Podcast. My name is Brendan Barr. May the Force be with you.